It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, good evening, welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. The accent is French. If you haven't heard me say this, listen carefully. We have a special Rendezvous romantic Paris getaway sweepstake. Meaning, if you have a valid passport and you go to the rendezvousshow.com, you get a chance to win a round-trip airfare for you and a partner and two nights free in a hotel accommodations in the city of love where I'm from. I don't think it gets much better. So go take your chance, the rendezvousshow.com, get a chance to win. And that's only until February 24th. Bonne chance. Any questions about love and romance? 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship? Call me now. Bonjour, Claudia. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Thank you. Um, a man from my work asked for my number about two weeks ago, but he hasn't asked me on a date yet. I was wondering if I should ask him on a date or wait for him uh, to ask me. That's a good question. So, it's first of all, tell me how much you like the guy. So, before we answer, is that a little bit, a lot? You find him very interesting? What is it? I find him very interesting so far. Um, I don't know him a lot. But we talk every day, and everything I do know I like very much. Okay. When he asked for your number, right, was he shy? Did you see? Did you feel he was reserved, or was he just cool? Um, he was a little reserved, um, but it didn't seem very shy. Okay. So I would like you to not ask him about this date because it's, it's kind of like the, the, the rule of the wheel, right? So if you want to go out with somebody, you don't need somebody to tell you to go out with them. You just, you just have a natural uh, desire to dial the phone number. So how about this? You could, in a conversation, say, hey, let's have coffee. So you don't say, let's go on a date. You say maybe, hey, um, why don't we get together for coffee after work or just something very light, right? You don't mention dating. You just mention like a get-together. Maybe it could be... Okay. Okay, and then we'll see if he gets, you know, if he gets the message. Uh, don't go any further than that. Just a slight invitation for coffee or get together and see how it goes, okay? Okay. Have a good night and good luck to you. Thank you, you too. I mean, what does it mean, really, when you give your number away and somebody doesn't call you yet? Let's talk about that next. What does it mean when you give your number to somebody, but they don't call you right away? They don't call you for a week, two, or sometimes a month. Should you give up, right? What does it mean? It means, A, the person who has your number is not dying to be with you. Two, it means the person is not ready. And finally, it doesn't mean you've lost all chances. It means the timing is a little off. You know, you need both of you to be on the same page when it comes to timing to get together even for that first date. But is it worth the wait? Let's talk about that next. So stay with me. So basically... You gave your number away to somebody. You like the person, but they don't call you. One week, two weeks, three weeks, so on, all right? Should you wait a little longer? I don't think so. I think that what you can do is possibly reach out for coffee, not a date, something very, very neutral, right? Nothing romantic at first. That's an option. Everybody should remember who doesn't dare, doesn't leave. The other option is not to reach out, leave your life, and maybe one day, when it's meant to be, that person will reach out. That's really your two options. I like both. It worked for me sometimes with A or B. You call that next, 855-905-8255. You have a question to ask me about your relationship? 
Just dial in right now. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Sharon. You have a question for me? Bonjour, Simon. I do, and it's, it's a little bit funny. Okay. So, a couple weeks ago, I was placing a takeout order over the phone with a restaurant, and I, I just called and I placed the order, and I noticed that the guy who was taking my order, there was a little bit of a flirtatious edge to what he was saying, uh-huh. and um, at the end of the phone call, he took my name so that I could get the order, and when I went in to pick up the order, he was like, oh, you are the woman with the really pretty voice. It's good Ooh. to see that you're also really pretty in person. And, Ooh la la. And I just... Yeah, so, uh, and, and he was, uh, I'll, I'll admit, he was really cute, too. So <laughs> I, I picked up the food. I just took it as a very nice compliment. I thanked him, and I left. Well, I'm not sure if they're supposed to do this or not, but he actually called me the next day, and I, I asked him, I was like, where did you get my number? And he said, I, I kept it from when I took the order. So I guess that's kind of crossing the line a little bit, but he was, he was so cute, and he was really sweet. And we have actually maintained some some flirtatious communication. And mm. I wanted to check in with you and hear your opinions. Is this okay? Is this creepy? What, what do you think, Simon? So, all right, 99% of the time, it's a little creepy when somebody, like, whether it's Uber driver, whether it's somebody who gives you a pizza, or fed, who, somebody who's not supposed to have your number basically has it, and, and then he calls you and says, hey, you know, this and that. But, but... You know, love is also being spontaneous and, and, and taking it there. So if you like him, if you if your intuition rings green, you can go with him. Of course. Why not? You have to follow your intuition, Sharon, because that's your best friend. So do you feel safe going out with him on a date? I think so. He seems innocent enough. I wouldn't say that innocent enough because he was very smart to get your number. But but I'll, tr- <laughs> I'll trust your intuition. So, yes, give him a chance. Go from there. Go to a public place. Have coffee. It's no different than online dating when you haven't met the person and you meet for the first time in some, like, cafe and then you that's it, really. So uh, give it a chance, Sean. I think it's okay. All right. Thank you so much, Simon. You're most welcome and good luck to you. You too. You know, I love that question. What do you do? When something or someone totally unexpected reaches out to you. Let's talk about that next. Have you ever had something like some unexpected person reaches out to you or you just meet the most randomly somebody and a love story starts? What do you do with the unexpected when it comes to love? You follow your heart and your intuition. Because one of the most magical things in life is not to be constantly on first date, second date, third date, like this mechanical, normal way to date, but like you take a train from, I don't know, New York to Philadelphia, or you take a, a plane or you even a bus or something, and in the bus comes the most amazing human being. You never thought that would happen, and it's right there in front of you. What do you do? You start talking. You reach out. Take a chance. That is what you do. You want to know how I know this? Because I've experienced it firsthand. My little story is next. So here's a story about unexpected, you know, when it comes to love. And that goes back to high school. Because when I was, I don't know, 13 years old, I walked in in my class in high school, and I saw, sitting on the first row, the cutest brunette I've ever seen at the time. And I fell madly in love with her. 
And that was not expected. I didn't know in my class I would meet that Christabel girl and me and her would be madly in love. And to this day we still talk, even though she, she has her own life and I have mine, but we're dear friends. That's the unexpected surprise of life. You never know at one point when you're going to meet a new partner. Take a chance. All you got to do is follow your intuition and say hi. All starts there. After that, anything is possible. Let's hear a little love story now. I want to hear a sweet, romantic love story. If you have one, just call me now, 855-905-8255. If you like me and you love love stories, you like romantic movies or, or books that are about people getting together, and you have a story, call me now, please. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Nick. Bonjour, Simon. You have a love story to share with us tonight? I do. So um, my fiance and I originally met working Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios in Florida. Okay. Um, we had planned once we had finished a run down there that we were going to move up to Chicago. So oh, cool. um, he actually moved up about two months before I did. And then before I was about to move up, he got very cold feet about it and decided to call off the relationship and break up. Oh, yeah. So after that, I was kind of just devastated for about a month and just because I had planned to move up here and, you know, essentially hopefully get married and spend the rest of my life with him. Mm -hmm. But out of nowhere, he goes, hey, I regret this. And I was like, wow, because we hadn't even spoken for about a month. And I said, you know, I don't know if I'm really ready to jump back into a relationship or anything. He goes, well, I'd just like you to follow this link that I'm going to send you. And I said, okay, um, that's weird, but cool. Okay. So I click it, and he had actually written, produced, and paid to write me this entire Apology Love song. Wow. Well, now that's, yeah. that's beautiful. It was, and it was so well done. And so immediately I've got like tears in my eyes and I give him a call back and he's like, did you get a chance to listen to it? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, I put out about $400 of my own money to get that produced just because I wanted to show you exactly what you meant to me. And I'm hoping that this can lead to you taking me back. And ultimately I did. And we wound up getting engaged about a year later. Congratulations. Listen, I love this story and I love this the lesson of this story, how, you know, you make a mistake, you recognize it and you repair it. And what it did for you is one of the most beautiful romantic gestures I've ever heard. I've never had anything like that happen to me. It was like one of those things you get in a movie and I'm just kind of like, wow, um, it kind of took me back. Yeah, I, Nick, I'm, and congratulations to both of you. I'm happy. And really, it's inspirational. The fact that you, we can all make mistakes, but repair it and go from there. Thank you so much, Nick, for sharing that story. And congrats to both of you guys. You know, I'm, I'm really happy that you called me and shared that story. Thank you for letting me share it. You're most welcome. Have a good night. You as well. I mean, there is a lesson of life for all of us in that story, right? How do you repair or reconstruct a relationship when it's broken? I'm going to tell you that next. Stay with me. Have you ever been in a position that you really screwed up? in your relationship, but still with your partner? And you wonder, how can I repair it, right? I mean, that last call with Nick and how his partner repaired the relationship, it's just extraordinary. And so I think there is always a chance to repair because if you really love someone and the person puts efforts after efforts after efforts to get your heart back, to show that they still care for you, they still love you, I think everybody says, oh, I won't give them a chance because they did this and that. And we know so many stories 
that I've been able to last for a lifetime because the power of forgiveness was bigger than the power of anger or revenge. And that is the lesson of this story. Another thing that I want to share with you is how I've learned this. Stay with me. That's next. Have you ever been in a relationship and someone really broke your heart and did something terrible against you and you said to yourself and to your friends, your family, I'll never date that person again, never ever. And then what happened six months later? You're dating them again. And why? Because love and the power of forgiveness should be stronger than the power of anger. How do I know this? Because the girl cheated on me when I was about 25, 26. I swear to the world, my brother Ben, my cousin Nicholas, everybody that matters to me, close to me, I would never, ever date her. She started to send me those texts. She started to call me. She was the sweetest. She asked forgiveness. I did it again, and it was another year of happiness. And then she cheated on me again. <laughs> I got to be honest. But I don't regret it at all because every great day is a miracle in this life. So I take them all. You call that next, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any questions about your relationships, call me. Alma, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Alma. Welcome to the rendezvous. What is up tonight? Uh, so I have a question. So I started dating my boyfriend about three years ago. Um, mm -hmm. When we first started dating, he was definitely more into me than I was into him. But okay. now it seems to bother him that back three years ago, he liked me more than I liked him. So my question is, how do I make sure he doesn't, you know, question my current feelings or our relationship? Okay, okay Alma. So let me explain. I think he's using that instead of asking you another question that bothers him. I don't, I don't think, I think it's like the tip of the iceberg. I think that's a, uh, a way, almost a passive-aggressive way to make you feel bad. Not about so much three years ago, but something that's happening between the both of you. You may, may not be aware of it, something you've done, something he's done. So I think what I would like you to do is have a conversation and say, listen, you know how much I love you. We've been three years together. So maybe there's something else that has been upsetting you lately. And why don't we talk about that? Is there anything you're mad at me for, except not three years ago, right now in the last six months? Because oftentimes we use things from the past because we're not yet ready to talk about something of the present. So he's bringing that kind of old story from three years ago to make you feel bad. But I really believe that it's about something else and you need to find out what it is. That sounds probably what it is. Thank you, Simon. I think so. So it's worth the conversation. What is bothering you now and you're not telling me? I'm all ears. And have this conversation when he has a full stomach because never talk to a guy on an empty stomach. They're always grumpy. <laughs> so true. So, so true. It, it includes myself. All right. Have a good conversation with him. He needs to tell you what's going on and then you'll be good to go. But he needs to talk about it. What's going on now, not three years ago. That's obsolete. Okay, thank you, Simon. All right, Alma, good luck to you both, and have a good night. Thank you. You too. You're welcome. More rendezvous next. Bonjour, Simon Marcel, and thank you for being with the rendezvous tonight. Thank you for listening to me on that Friday night, uh, last day of the week before the weekend. I want to give something back to you, okay? So listen, I got two tickets for Paris. I got two night hotel accommodations free for you and your partner to go to Paris. Basically, all you need is a valid passport for you and your partner, and then you enter for your chance to win a romantic trip for two to Paris. But you have until February 24th to enter. You go to the rendezvous show. 
Bookshop.com for your chance to win. Bonne chance, and if you're the winner, bon voyage. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous, et bon week-end. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.